All right, sports mashup number 113, final one of May, May 31st, 2023. And uh, we begin in the NBA. Yeah, you got the Bucks hire assistant Adrian Griffin as their new head coach. Yeah, uh, kind of been a name that's been thrown around the NBA coaching circles for a while. Obviously, his son played at Duke. He had another son that played at Illinois and then played at uh, Syracuse and then has a daughter that plays either in college or the WNBA. So lifetime, lifelong basketball guy and uh, one of the top assistants available, I would say. And uh, yeah, the, I, I mean, I, I think it says something when you have teams like the Bucks, who are in a similar situation to the Suns as in they're a contender and they have superstars or at least one for the Bucks, and they get an assistant hired. I think the Suns are also going to hire an assistant. So I guess you could – you would say Milton, but he's not a superstar. He's an not, all-star. Not right yet. His injuries have really caught up. I think Drew Holiday is the second best player on their team, and I don't think he's a superstar, but no, Giannis would, is a, Giannis is a megastar. All, he's an all-star. Yeah, Giannis is a megastar, and obviously Duran Booker are both superstars, and I think the Suns are going to end up hiring an assistant as well. It's probably going to be Kevin Young. Just throw that out there. I think next week we'll be talking about the Suns hiring Kevin Young as their head coach. So – uh, I think it says a lot about the Bucks and the Suns. They're in similar positions, not recycling head coaches, even though they both flirted with the idea of doing that because obviously the Bucks were interested in Nick Nurse. The Suns were inter- have been interested in Doc Rivers and, uh, and Frank Vogel. But, uh, yeah, speaking of Nick Nurse, the 76ers hire uh, Nick Nurse as their head coach. Um, I don't really have an opinion on this. I, I don't know how it's going to go. Uh, I think Nick Nurse is a good good basketball coach, but I don't know how this is going to go because a lot of it's going to depend on what they do uh, in the offseason because Harden's probably not coming back. He's a free agent. What are you going to do around Embiid? You have Tobias Harris making like $39 million. So we'll see. Yeah, they got a young, a lot of young players. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. It's not a bad situation for Nurse. But the NBA playoffs – Yep, uh, the Celtics came back from down 3-0, got it to Game 7, and did what a lot of teams have been doing in sports recently. And I, I kind of read the blue. That's on me. But I will say this. I wanted to make this point. Uh, what is up with teams being down 3-1 or down 3-0 and, like, forcing a Game 7 at home and then getting destroyed? That's been happening a lot. I don't know. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Like I, I, I think there's multiple examples from the NBA and the NHL over the last few years that you could point to. The Suns have two of the, well, at least one of those examples for a Game Seven. But uh, well, and, and now you have the Eastern Conference Final MVP named as Larry Bird. The Heat take that away from the Celtics in Boston. You got the Western Conference Final MVP as Magic Johnson. The Lakers get swept by the Nuggets. Yeah. So, so you had the East, you had the Larry Bird trophy go to um, Jimmy Butler and the Western went to Jokic. And both of those happened on the home floor for Boston and LA. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's weird. I mean, I guess the Tatum rolling his ankle in the first play of the game, really not a good sign for Boston. He didn't really have it in the second half. Adrenaline wasn't there anymore. So, 
Celtics probably going to make some changes this summer, and I think the Lakers probably will as well. But this will be a – I think we both think that this might be a quick finals, but who knows. Uh, the NBA finals start tomorrow, June 1st, in Denver, Nuggets and Heat. And uh, I just threw this in there uh, to make our picks here. Yeah, I took the Nuggets in four. I'm going to give the Heat a little bit of respect uh, somewhat, I guess. Uh, it's not really <laughs> much of a difference, but Nuggets in five would be mine, yeah. I'm just guessing you have them winning one home game. Well, here's the thing. There's this thing in sports where an eight seed like the Heat doesn't get any respect for the first three rounds, and then when they get to the championship, they start to get respect, and then they get steamrolled by a better team. And I think that's what's going to happen here. Well, because you got a team who's been resting for how long, been able to look at film from all of their games against the Celtics. They had film on both teams. Yeah, and they have one of the better X's and O's coaches in the league with Malone. So, yeah, the Heat are really fighting an uphill battle here. When your second-best player, and this is no disrespect to Caleb Martin, but when your second-best player is Caleb Martin, you're in big trouble. Because, like, think of the second-best player on teams that have made it to the finals in the last five or six years. I mean, last year it was Jalen Brown and probably what? Clay Thompson or Andrew Wiggins? Might have been Andrew Wiggins last year for the Warriors. But in the second best player year before that, it was uh, Chris Paul and uh, Chris Middleton. And then the year before that, and the year before that, it's just it. it Caleb Martin, uh, he's been good, but it's just yeah. completely different. Them losing Tyler Hero in the first yeah. round. Yeah, the fact that they've even gotten here is a huge testament to their roster and Spolstra and Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler's hurt, too. I mean, he's been playing through that ankle injury for a little bit now. And, yeah, I think the Nuggets are going to beat him up pretty good. Yeah, I could actually he, see you know, that. He's, he's going to want the best matchup, so he's going to really chase Jamal Murray around. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll know, probably have Caleb Martin guarding uh, Michael Porter Jr. I don't think Bam has any chance against Jokic, but who knows? It's going to take a lot for the Heat to even make this a series, I think. Uh, but on to the NFL. Yeah, you had the Cardinals uh, release wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins after three seasons. This NFL trade market at this point is uh, if your contract is as big as his and you're coming off a season where you weren't elite, you're going to have trouble getting a lot for him. So now where does he sign? I feel like Kansas City – or Buffalo would be two good fits. Kind of like prime spots for receivers to go. I was thinking either Buffalo or the Rams. Yeah, but then it's like, would you rather catch passes from Stafford or Josh Allen or maybe even Mahomes? Yeah, but you might get less pressure off with Cooper Cup. I mean, yeah, you got Stephon Diggs on their side in Buffalo, but. Well, if you go to Kansas City, you got Kelsey. Everybody's worried about Kelsey. So, yeah, we'll see. Then he's then he'd be called a ring chaser. Yeah, well, I'd take the ring and not care what people said, but maybe he's different. I don't know. Uh, but getting out of Arizona is good. And then apparently there's this new kickoff rule here, and I have an article pulled up. Um, Matthew Slater, who's a uh, very good special teams player, former player from the Patriots. I think he's retired, right? Yeah. Uh, he says that this rule does not make it safer. So the NFL owners voted to adopt a new rule for the 2023 season that calls for the ball to be placed at the 25-yard line if a kickoff is fair caught anywhere inside the 25-yard line. <laughs> so 
Yeah. First, they got rid of where it had to be touched, where it couldn't be a touchdown. And then it, once it passed the end zone, it was automatically a touchback. You didn't even have to call for a fair catch. Now you can just fair catch it inside 25. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> it was introduced by Andy Reid, John Harbaugh, and uh, Dan Campbell. Or they, they disagreed with it when it was introduced. And Bill Belichick also agrees that it's a stupid rule. So... So, of course, a lot of the old-time football players. I don't think special teams coaches are happy either. Eh, typical. There's w- always one rule every year that everybody hates in the NFL. And this is the one this year. I would say then move the ball back and kick it. Yeah. But who knows. Uh, all right, on to Golf. Last weekend, you had the Charles Schwab Challenge. The winner was Emiliano Grillo in a one-hole one playoff. Uh, shot eight under, won $1.6 million. Yeah, it was a nice tournament. You know, a little back and forth in the leaderboard late. Ended up being a pretty good finish. Yeah, uh, this course must have played tough again. Yeah, it's not an easy course. There's some holes that will swallow players up. Uh, but this week you have the Memorial Tournament presented by Workday. The defending champion is Billy Horschel. This is at Mirfield Village Golf Club in uh, Dublin, Ohio. This is Jack Nicholas Tournament, Jack Nicholas Course. So good field this week. Pretty much all the best players in the world playing. I, is Scotty Scheffler? He's there, right? Yeah. yeah. Max Holm is not playing. But other than that, I think he pretty much got everybody. So it should be a good, good tournament, good field. And uh, – Wanted to quickly discuss the whole Rory thing with the comments that he made. I guess yeah. was that today? Uh, today or yesterday, he basically said that Brooks Kepka should be on the U.S. team, but he's unsure of all the European guys who left for the Live Tour because of the what they did. Kind, of a, big, double, kind of a double standard because just because well, he's a European player, the, go. the big difference here is that none of those players on the that went to the Live Tour that are European Ryder Cup uh, contenders are anywhere near as good or in the form that Brooks Kepka is in. And I just, I don't really, I've already thought or heard enough about this issue. I think Brooks Kepka should be on the team. I think if Europe wants to pick Lee Westwood and uh, – Ian Poulter, please do, because the U.S. is not scared of those guys. So Poulter's the one that wears all the funky clothes, right? Yeah. I think the big horses for Europe this year are going to be Rory, John Rahm, Matt Fitzpatrick, and then fill out the rest of the team with, like, Shane Lowry and Tyrrell Hatton and a few others. And then the U.S., you know, you're going to have Scheffler, uh, JT, Spieth, Kepka is going to be on there. I'm almost sure of that. So, yeah, I'd be interested to see how how the European team uh, how they fill out their team. It'll be interesting because you you I mean Sergio, you can make an argument that he should be there, but he's a live guy, so we'll see. What about uh, Hovland? Is he included in that? 
Yeah, Hovland's good. That's another guy. He'll be like their fourth big horse. Because, uh, yeah, if you remember the last Ryder Cup in 2021, and it's always different when it's in Europe. This one's at the Marco Simone in Italy, so it'll be it's harder to win for the U.S. and Europe. But, uh, yeah, they had Hovland, Rom, Fitzpatrick, and Rory on the last Ryder Cup team in Europe. But the only player that really showed up and did anything was Rom. So we'll see how they perform this time. But it'll be interesting to see how they fill out the teams. Uh, on to college basketball. Yeah, the deadline for players to withdraw from the 2023 NBA draft is tonight at midnight Eastern. Still some big decisions to be made. Zach Eady of Purdue still hasn't decided. Uh, a couple other Kentucky players on top of Kentucky big man and 2022 National Player of the Year Oscar Shibway will be staying in the NBA draft. So he gone. I, Kentucky's going to be like all freshmen this year. It's going to be really a throwback to what it used to be, and it's much harder to win that way now. But yeah. That's because other teams get older. Has there been any more news on Caleb Love either since last week? Oh, yeah, Caleb Love committed to Arizona. I forgot to write that down. Yeah. He was we had we listed what like Arizona, Gonzaga, Texas or something. Yeah, and then we we're like, there's no way he's going to Gonzaga because yeah. Creighton's point guard just went there. Yeah, Texas has Tyrese Hunter, so Arizona now has three guys that are capable of being in the backcourt starting. They have Caleb Love, Jaden Bradley from Alabama as a transfer, and Kylan Boswell as a freshman last year was terrific. I think he deserves to start, so hopefully he does because he chose Arizona over going back home to Illinois. No no bias here, but uh, I hope he gets a chance to play because I think he'll be really good at Arizona. Uh, Caleb Love, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess you can win with a guy like that. It's going to depend on who's around him, coaching, all that stuff. So, I mean, they did – I. I mean, he hit a big shot in the Final Four against Duke, and they went to the National Championship with him, so you could win with him. It's just yeah, last year was not good. Uh, Major League Baseball, the Cubs have been struggling, but Marcus Stroman throws a one-hitter against the best team in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays. So, Yeah, one one nothing. Stroman's been really good, probably gets traded this, this deadline, if I had to guess, but who knows? I'm just so, I'm still so mad at him when he had the chance after he left uh, was Toronto. Yeah. And he had that picture with the Cardinals back stop. He posted it on Twitter or something. And the next, you know, he signed with the Cubs. Yep. Uh, damn shame. But, you know, what can you do? Maybe the Cardinals will uh, sign him in the winter. <laughs> Probably not, though. They got too much money invested in Steven Matz. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Tigers outfielder out indefinitely. I'm glad to see I forget forgot to write his name. Uh, I think it was Riley, Riley Green, I think. Yeah. After Young. suffering a stress fracture in his uh, left fibula, is going to get a second opinion. Yeah, he's a breakout star, really good young young talent. So hopefully he's not too banged up here and we'll see him again soon. But I guess yeah. this kind of fracture, you know. I think it's his second year in the league. Yeah, he's young. Probably his first full year. I don't know if he was there the entire time last year. He's 22 years old. 
me see if I can find his stats here. Yeah, batting 296 this year, five home runs, 18 RBI, 60 hits, very good fielder. Fifth overall pick in 2019. Yeah, played 93 games last year. Good player. Yeah, so then you listen to this uh, fan members to Mikhail Garcia of the Royals. His uncles are Kelvin or Kelvin Escobar, Jose Escobar's cousins are Edwin Escobar, Angel Escobar, Alcide Escobar, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Vicente Campos. Damn. <laughs> I think the comment in the picture was imagine the whiff ball games at this house. Yeah, that'd be filthy. And then uh, most homers in 50 games of a season in the first 50 games of a season by a Cardinals player than 23 or younger. Uh, Albert had 16. Gorman had 13. Gorman, uh, good good ball player, no doubt. I mean, did he go? Julio Rodriguez now sponsored by Alaska Airlines. Every time, weird. every time he hits a home run at T-Mobile Park, 44 fans sitting in the section it lands will win a free round-trip flight to the destination of their choice. It's a good way to make money. And then uh, pitchers to throw 104-plus uh, mile-per-hour pitches uh, since the pitch tracker Aaron does an 8, Chapman at 66, Hicks at 12, Jahan Duran, a three, all in one game. <laughs> Ryan Helsley, two. Mauricio Cabrera, one. Tehran Guerrero, one. Camilo Doval, one. Uh, Neftali, Neftali Fleas, one. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that Duran from Minnesota. Very good. To throw three of them in the same inning. Yeah. Oh, here's the Caleb Martin thing I was looking for earlier. So in 2018, he earned Mountain West Player of the Year honors while playing for Nevada. June of 19, he went undrafted. July, he signed a 10-day contract with the Hornets. Was waived by the Hornets and returned home to North Carolina. We worked out at a gym owned by a friend and fellow rapper Jake Cole. J. Cole called the Heat assistant Karan Butler about Martin and singing his prom or his praises. September 2021, he signed a two-way deal with the Heat, which was upgraded to a contract the remainder of the season. Um, then he was awarded July of 2022, he's rewarded with a three-year $20 million deal. May 2023 helped Miami become the only or become only the second eight seed to ever reach the NBA finals. Pretty good story. Yeah. And then, like, what about his brother? <laughs> stuck stuck in Charlotte. Uh, all right. Let's see. Players of the week. I have uh, Aaron Judge. Eight for 19, eight runs, four home runs, six RBIs, two doubles, three walks, putting the Yankees on his back. I went with the, the Marlins left fielder. Or I think he's just their outfielder. Or no, he's their left fielder. Brian De La Cruz. 
Uh, seven for 24, six run, two home runs, or six runs, two home runs, five RBIs, and five walks. So pretty much 12 for 24. Interesting. It's not bad. No. All right. Uh, let's see. NHL. Mentioned this last week. The Leafs named former Flames GM Brad Tree Living as their 19th GM in franchise history. Probably easier to build a winner in Toronto than Calgary, but we'll see what he does. Uh, and then the Predators hired uh, Andrew Burnett as uh, their replacement for John Hines. Burnett coached in Florida last year. Uh, this is Barry Trotz's first hire as the uh, as the GM of the Preds. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And then the- Kraken signed GM Francis to a three-year extension. So is he the first of the two expansion teams to get an extension as a GM? I feel like maybe not. I didn't know with Vegas. I think McCrimmon probably has gotten an extension between now and when they first started. I mean, he's been their GM for seven years now. So, he probably, so yeah, I'd assume so. Probably has, yeah. Uh, and then capital name capitals name Leafs assistant Carberry as their new head coach. I get some new uh, in a league where we see a lot of recycling of of head coaches. Uh, this is a good hire, I think, to bring in an assistant, see what he can do. So it's been examples of it working in the past. Yeah, it worked this year into the playoffs. True. Um. Eastern Conference Finals, the Panthers finished the Hurricanes off in four. And the Western Conference Final, the uh, Golden Knights finally finished off the Stars in six. So Stanley Cup Finals start Saturday, June 3rd. Vegas versus Panthers. Uh, what are your picks for this? Yeah. Hey, I this, think- this changed from when you originally wrote this down. Well, I think – I think it's going to go long. Uh, I debated maybe going Florida in seven, but I'm going to go Vegas in seven. Uh, I think we'll probably get a seven-game series somewhere since the conference finals didn't really seem close, even though Vegas only won in six. Should have won in four. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure when you first wrote this, it said Vegas in six. Maybe I wrote it accidentally, but I think I've always said seven. Well, I'm taking Vegas in five. I could see that too. I could see Florida, Florida being might, out of gas, but uh, they might vulture the first one away, and then Vegas is going to make their corrections. Not Bruce Cassidy. Vegas as a whole. Sure, <laughs> sure, right, right. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking. Florida wins game one, then Vegas goes up like 2-1, then it becomes 2-2, then Florida goes up 3-2, and then Vegas wins the last two. Florida blows a chance to win the cup in game six, and then Vegas Vegas in a game seven at home is like impossible to beat, I think. So we'll see. Almost like Vegas in game six. True. Uh, on to the picks. I went Which- six and two last week. Uh, I went six and four, and then I look back to what I did two weeks ago. I went seven and three, so I'm now currently sitting at 
829 and 606. I am 805 and 603. Start in the NBA for tomorrow. Yeah, I'm taking the Nuggets minus eight and a half. Uh, I think they're going to kill them in game one. Yeah, I'm taking the same thing. I mean, especially if I'm taking the Nuggets in four. Yeah, they're going to get run over in game one. And then game two will be closer. Then the Heat will win game three. And then it'll be over in five. Nailed it. Hey, Miami, I know you just won. You probably partied a little bit. Then you probably flew back to Miami. And then you had to fly to Denver. Yeah, going to Denver in a game one altitude. That Yeah, they're going to get run over. Yeah. We've been uh, practicing this whole time, watching a lot of tape. Yeah. Uh, all right. MLB picks. Uh, oh, man. I didn't write down the odds. I'll, I'll say this about the Heat also. Or about the Nuggets. The thing that sucks for the Heat, I think, um, is that we see – or that the the Nuggets saw that the Heat went up 3 nothing, and they probably started to watch tape on the Heat. And then it goes to 3-3. The Nuggets have had more time to watch Heat tape than they normally would have if it was a back-and-forth series. So well, even, even back and forth, they're able to watch both ways. Yeah, but it's even easier when you know it's probably going to be the Heat and you have extra time because it goes to seven games. I forgot to write the numbers. I would say I didn't pick this game, but tomorrow's matchup, uh, Red Sox against the Reds. You got Hunter Green versus Chris Sale. Yeah, I picked it. Um, but I took the Blue Jays minus 180 over the Brewers, Mets minus 165 over the Phillies, Padres minus 120 over the Marlins, D-backs minus 165 over the Rockies, and the Guardians plus 10 over the Twins. All right. I am taking Blue Jays minus 180 over the Brewers, Rockies plus 140 at the D-backs, Red Sox minus 155 against the Reds, Twins minus 130 over the Guardians, and the Phillies plus 140 at the Mets. You're only supposed to take one against me, and you took three against me. It's going to be a big head-to-head week. Uh, the Memorial Tournament. Uh, to win, I took uh, John Rahm plus 750, Xander Shoffley plus 1,200, and Hideki Matsuyama at plus 4,000. Taking John Rahm plus 750, Colin Morikawa plus 2,200, Ricky Fowler plus 3,500. Uh, top five, I took Scotty Scheffler plus 150. I have uh, Jordan Spieth plus 650, but I have zero confidence in that pick. I don't even know why I did it, to be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, you did put Ricky Fowler to win as well. He's going to win at some point. He's been playing great. I, I think he might win this week. I could really see it. Uh, top 10, I took Victor Hovland plus 200. I'll take uh, Corey Connors plus 360. Top 20, I took Justin Thomas plus 125. I'm taking uh, Sahith Gala plus 200. And top 40, I took my guy, Stefan Yeager plus 110. Taking Adam Shank plus 130. Played well last week. Lost in the playoff. Top 40. Should be easy, but you never know with this tournament. Um, I'm hot on golfers. I've hit on three golfers back-to-back weeks. I'm just getting uh, warmed up for my 
World Series, which is the U.S. Open at LACC, which will be maybe during the week of like our second to last episode before we take a break in July. So we'll see. It'll be a big, big way to go into the break for me is by hitting every single golfer at LACC. But who knows? Hitting every golfer. Except for the one of the three winners and then everything else. Well, yeah. 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 So, all right. Uh, that'll do it for us. We'll be back next week. Discuss the fact that the Nuggets are going to win the finals probably and a few other things. We'll see everybody next week for the first episode in June. Deuces.